tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Before he came out, Black Mambazo had played a song called Rain. We always used to listen to Rain. And that day it was raining. So guess what I called my son? I called him Rain. So happy birthday to you, Rain Dansumi Listening all the way from Stanmore. Happy birthday to you, son. 21 today. Jeez, I'm an old man. Good evening to you, Rachel, listening alongside with Rain. Just as excited as he is. Happy birthday to you, son. guess this is it. We start the way we start. I'm sure by now you've told a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to contact your contacts. So we find solution to this great topic today before it ends. the lions have their own historians the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter and I will say that again you know that I said until the lions have their own historians, the 
tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Hello and welcome to the most opinionated hour on radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. It's Mondays here again. And we are not here because we did anything special. Not because we deserve it. Not because we are better than those who did not make it. But just by His grace. Just by His grace. Just by his grace that we made this Monday. I am Nanan Sakwa, the fourth chief of the Little Republic of Akwamu Edumasan. Let me welcome you to another edition of That's My Opinion, a ritual for critical thinkers. And that's exactly what we are going to do today, folks. This evening, we are going to critically think. Log on to Facebook, Joy 99.7 FM, and you can uh, watch and listen as well. You can look at my nice shirt that I'm wearing. When does faith become madness? When does faith become madness? Oh, yes, it's a very touchy and delicate subject, but... It's got to be done, so help me God. Folks, there's this perception that it's within the church fraternity that I am anti-church. They're very serious. There are some who refuse to come to events if I'm speaking. Even if the topic is not about church or Christianity, they won't be part because I am against the church. So I guess today's show will seal their opinion about me and finally put the nail in the coffin. Even though I strongly disagree with them. And I'm sure some of you will disagree too. Folks, you see, as a chief, in order for the young ones in the Republic of Edumasa and maybe some of the adults, see the palace as a place of virtue and not of heathenism, we hold two church services in a year. We started with the Presby Church and extended it to all churches within the Republic. We all meet from the Sunday school age all above and uh, it's a full service. Fully robed choristers do that twice a year. And then after the service, you know, we break bread. Could be jollof, could be fufu, a mutuo, meat pie, whatever it is. We all sit together and have a good meal after church. And it's, uh, it's been wonderful so far. Now, this year, Prophet Kofi Odro of the Alabaster Ministry uh, has, you know, promised to be our guest preacher on our next Fellowship at the Palace, as I call it, Fellowship at the Palace. And it's the first time it's ever been done at the Republic. 
I can say that not many palaces hold church service. I know some do. I know some do, but not many. So if I am against the church, certainly, folks, I will not have it anywhere near my palace. Because as for that, that's my jurisdiction. I am definitely not against the church. Folks, even though I do not know the Bible inside out and I don't pretend to be a preacher, I was taught my book of Bible stories. At Sunday school, I have watched movies of the life of Christ. I been told of his goodness and his good deeds, his reach out to the poor and the marginalized in society. So I am not going to be quoting any verses and preaching. But looking at just the face value of it, the plain, simple, common sense. However, it may not be that easy because we are talking about faith. It may not be easy because we are talking about faith. Now, one of the questions I have been asking myself lately is, should the state step in to protect some of these congregations? And at what point? At which point do you save people from themselves? When they have no worries, they seem happy. And it's their faith. They choose to believe what they want to believe. No one has a gun to their head to attend certain churches. They do so at their will and pleasure. In fact, they skip work to attend these churches. They go early to get a good seat. Folks, who is to blame? The man who set up his church or the thousands who follow him at will? Who is to blame, folks? The man who set up his church Or the thousands who follow him at will. He hasn't hidden any of his antics from them. It's done in the full view of them. And they come in Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all week. Not only do they come, but they give willingly and give heavily to him. Who do we blame? ago I did an opinion titled God said it so I need no proof God said it so I need no proof but these are strange times beyond anything that one can imagine yes there's been times in history where a church leader has attempted to kill himself and whole congregation very sickening but we seem to be in a season it's a new craze a new fashion an in thing The more outrageous, the more the congregation. The more outrageous, the more the congregation. A few years ago, I did a show on a preacher who had a little girl in front of a large congregation in church and on TV saying the girl was a witch. Poor girl must have been about seven, eight, nine. Looks very young. Who had... This witch, the little girl, had conspired with other witches to kill her dad. I was shocked, angry. I was amazed. Not one person in that congregation found anything wrong. They cheered on, hallelujah, preach on, praise the Lord. Poor girl in full view of cameras on TV. And I'm thinking, what if her schoolmates are watching? 
What if the friends in the neighbor's neighborhood are watching? Are there any laws protecting this poor girl? Then I did not know who this man was. I had not seen him before and his name did not come up on the screen. So I was just lamenting. Today I know it's the same individual asking a man to smoke purported weed in church or buffalo. It's very hard to stay away from personalizing on issues like these, but I'm trying hard not to. My main aim is to find out if people should be rescued or left alone. Folks, I remember Ubinim having a bet or some sort with one fetish priest or something. Sitting at a stadium with a white coffin dressed all in white, waiting for this traditional priest to turn up to see who is more powerful. The list goes on. But I tell you again, the people who belong to these churches are perfectly all right. Folks, the people who belong to these churches are perfectly all right. Now, there's a video that's mind-boggling. The same opinion. Saying that if you can get him blood of a two-weeks-old baby or a toddler and follow his directions, he will make you rich. On video, being interviewed. Folks, he says, as the world is not going to end soon, you might as well get rich video interview and I'm thinking you can't go any lower folks we can't go any lower get me blood of a two week old baby or a toddler follow my directions and I will make you rich interview on video is there any depth that we can sing below this for that's why I'm asking at which point does faith become madness and are these things I'm talking about are done in the face of the National House of Chiefs, Ministry of Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs, vibrant and one of the most powerful media in the whole world, as in the Ghanaian media, Christian Council, Council of State, the police, Nagrad, Nat, Women's Agro, Gender Ministry. The list is endless. And folks, anyone in the name of God can do anything and we are all numb. We can't do nothing. Folks, we can't do nothing. The other day I said that if the politics of a country is wrong, nothing can be right. One would think, you know, what has this got to do with politics? Well, folks, who would risk his vote by getting on the wrong side of these people, considering the numbers they have? So it's a judgment call as to leaving you to your fate or risking one's power ambition. And if you look at how much money someone has spent to eventually get power, will they think about what you believe in or not believing? I think they'll choose the latter. After all, you are the ones being ripped off and you are not complaining. Why should I lose power or sleep for what? You choose to believe in or not. But the larger picture is that whatever they do is a reflection on all of us. 
whether you attend such a church or not. Well, once you are Ghanaian, you could be even a Muslim or traditionalist, you could be a Hindu. Once you are Ghanaian, these things affect you. Once you are Ghanaian, these things affect you. Folks, because we do nothing about it, we have now set a very bad precedence. And there's no stopping now. All it takes is the organist or choir master to say, he had God's voice. He or she had God's voice. Gets a canopy, a little microphone, steals some of the members from the church he's about to depart from and starts his church. A new one. Learn a few tricks, get some architects to perform, and hey, a church starts. The nation is the washed with churches. Yet, we don't even live like Christians. Filth, wickedness, the joy to see people fail. When, when we hear of somebody's downfall, the joy in people is scary. Young people, young, very young people in their teens and their 20s, when they see or hear somebody fall, the joy, it's, it's scary. And you think, how have we bred people like this? No empathy. No empathy. Christians, riddled with disease, dishonesty, blatant dishonesty. As for hypocrisy, I don't know, it's it's a whole chapter altogether. Folks, generally we are very ungodly. Generally very ungodly, considering the number of churches and the number of so-called Christians, very ungodly. And now we have a crisis of lame followers on our hands. Now we have a crisis of lame followers on our hands. Do we leave them? Or do we save them? Folks, do we leave them or do we save them? Now, Rwanda has closed many churches. Those who were flouting state lords and building laws. uh, Preachers who have been asked to go and study theology because they were, you know, doing something else other than being preachers. But folks, they don't have to go about begging for votes like we are about to. So what do we do? Folks, what do we do? Some of the things happening in these places called churches, mind-boggling. Women asked to carry cement, those who are being kicked in the belly, even though pregnant. I mean, things beyond women being stripped naked. I mean, folks, some of the things... I'm sure even madness is an understatement. It's beyond any reason. And these are happening. Pastors thrusting their pelvics onto their wives' bum in front of the congregation. Those lying in a couch and some assaulting and kissing. And I mean, everything goes in these places. And yet, the church is full. If you don't come early, you don't get to sit inside the church. You need to sit outside. The church is full. Nobody in there sees anything wrong about it. It is faith. And I'm saying, when does faith become madness? At which point does faith become madness? 
And here we are with this crisis on our hands on lame followers. Of all the things we have to deal with, schools that are producing functional illiterates, roads that are not fixed, economy that just works on paper instead of our pocket. I mean, we have all these crises, and now on our hands are thousands and thousands of people following caricatures in the name of Christ, doing things that Christ never even dreamt of. And I did a show the other time and I said, Christ will come today, enter a place and say, this is a church. And you think, hold on, what are you talking about? Yes, these are your followers. And you probably collapse. These are my followers. Christ will say, these are my followers. And he will tell him, yes, these are Christians. They are doing all this in your name. He will probably collapse. I love my aunt Marcelo. He says, this time, uh, God shouldn't send Christ. He has to come down himself. He said he shouldn't send his son. He has to come down himself. Folks, on topics like this, sometimes I can go on and on and on, but I won't be fair because I know you are also hungry to come out with yours. See, wisdom is not in one person's head, so I definitely need to hear what's in your head. Maybe somebody can tell if we can get any lower. I don't know. Maybe somebody there can say, look, we can get some lower. But who do we blame, folks? The leader or the follower? And do we rescue these people or leave them because this is their faith? Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Who do we blame? The leader or the followers? Do we rescue them or do we leave them? Okay, let's see who's going to be my first caller. Hello. Hello. Who's going to be my first caller? Hello. Hello. try again. Hello? No, I don't think I can hear you. 
I don't think I can hear you. Hold on one second. We'll just get the engineers to come in and sort these phone lines out. But in the meantime, I thought um, I'm the only one who watches this religious comedy. I always ask who's protecting child, the, the child at the age. We have a whole ministry for these people yet. These Christianity comedies still exist. I think if there is really Jesus Christ, then he must come down because we have overplayed our injury time on this earth. Okay, let's go to the phones. Hello? This is Bobby. Uh, I really nearly started crying when I I listened to you describe what is happening in the, these, uh, these institutions. And I think it's, it's a major crisis we are facing. It, it just looks like a few people who are taking uh, some few faithfuls for granted, but it's more than that. Because this is degenerating to the extent that you find adults mistreating and maltreating kids in the name of healing them, that is unacceptable. And if the institutions that are responsible for regulating these bodies are not functioning, they've simply abdicated their responsibilities and any excuse that these people give becomes acceptable. Is this for money? That's more than that. But they're hurting people. They, 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 I mean, it's, it's painful to just watch some of them. A pregnant woman, you step on the stomach, I mean, it's insanity. And it doesn't matter whether it's done by Muslims or Christians. It's unacceptable. And the religious body should get up and agree to set some basic standards. Anything short of the minimum standard, they don't allow you to perform. But who is going to enforce? And if our government does sit up, this is when you compel individuals to take matters into their own hands. There are other good examples. In Rwanda. Where the president says this is unacceptable until your structure meets a certain minimum, until the content of your preaching meets a certain minimum, you can't operate. But for us, it's like free for all. People just wake up a day, set up something, and all of a sudden they are healing, and in no time they give themselves some impossible titles of a prophet and apostle, and, and people just, I mean, it's sad. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Let me talk to you, my brother. Let me talk to you, my brother. And now, when we have Bank of Ghana regulating our banks, the work of Christian Council in this country. Well, some of these churches don't belong to the, any of these councils. They are just one man and his church. But I'm not, if I wake up and go and set up business and I need to register, somebody will go also will go and organize a church just for free. Well, that's what they and do. I, you you know just, that? Yeah. They, okay. they, they, they don't come under any of these, whether the Catholic Council or the Charismatic Council. They don't. They, they, they if just they are don't. not coming under councils, they should regulate them. Mm. You cannot just wake up and go and organize yourself and I'm, I'm forming a church. Mm. Whereby the way you're organizing your church, it doesn't help the, the, the citizens. And I do know that these churches, they are collapsing marriages. The women will go to them, and in the name of uh, the Holy Spirit, then they go and take bath, they go and take bath, go and bath the sea, Lithuanian hotel. See that happening? It is not Christ-like. So there should be a blessing, Nana. 
Thank you very much. Uh, good evening, Dr. Okreku Yirenchi. But what I'm saying is that the people at the church are not complaining. They are happy. I mean, they go there early. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello. Hello. My brother, God bless you. This is Michael, Apostle Michael. Ah, Michael, let me hear Apostle. You are the God bless you. <laughs> you know, one thing that I observe in this vineyard work is that some of us, God has given birth to us mm-hmm. to be the watchers of his creation and to guide them, to lead them, to tell them the truth. This is what God has given to some of us. But others, they saw that, no, it is something good that the Lord has given to us. So they use other magical way and it is seen as source of, uh, how can I call it? I'll call it in a wicked way to come into the kingdom work using other method which is not of God just to baffle the mind of others. And if you are not careful watching to pray and ask God, can this person be the true servant? You wouldn't know where you will go and fall as a victim to them. Thank you very much. Uh so who, who are we blaming here? Are we blaming the guy who formed this church? If I form a Dumasan ministry and I'm doing magic and things and, you know, ungodly and people turn up, do you blame me or do you blame the people who turned up? Hello, who's talking to me? Hello. Hello. Great, great. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Papa, sir. Mm, let me hear you, my brother. You see, the blame must be given to Christian cancer. Hmm. Because I cannot take up to, I mean, open a company just like that without even me not paying my tax. But we have, yeah, but we, we have freedom of association. They, they, they don't need Christian counsel. I can just form an association. No. You see, we have a body that sees, have to see straight that these people will not misbehave. Because the reason why members will be quiet in, in, the, in the church as these people are misbehaving. How, this, the country, every, every, everybody wants solutions. So wherever he or she goes, whether the pastor says drink uh, palm oil, red palm oil, drink it, you'll be saved. You will drink it. But if the law is working, the body, as a Christian body, is I agree with you, but the thing is that they, unless a law comes to say everybody who's going to, you know, do something for my Bible should now go to the Christian council, then, you know, because, like I said, we have freedom of association. I don't need to be a member of the charismatic board, the Catholic, you know, Catholics. I don't have to be. I can just build a house and say, this is it. And Sakwa ministry start performing my magic. So then, who regulates me? Because I am not under anyone. That's that's the issue here. So, are we saying that every church should now choose a body to go under? I mean, I don't know if that's what we are saying. But zero three zero two two one six five four one. The situation is dire. Hello, who am I talking to? Uh, my name is Kwekwe Let me hear you, my brother. 
Okay. Um, Nana, it's a simple thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, who do the people in the state belong to? Mm-hmm. We are citizens, so we belong to the state. Yeah. So we cannot get up and say, I want to kill myself because it's my life. We belong to the state. The state is supposed to protect us. So once the state realizes that where we're going is wrong, the state has every right to say, I think where you're going is wrong. Most of these things that happen, sometimes I feel sad. Because if there's no leadership to say, please, I think this is wrong, we should stop it. It will go on. Most of our people, either hypnotism or brainwashing or whatever it is, they just hear, oh, this person is good, so they just go. And it's all poverty. Not just poverty in terms of cash, but of the, what is up here. So I think the state should rather step, come to its realization that the people belong to me. When, when they go wrong, it affects me. When they go right, it is for me. And say so these things are wrong, let's cut it off. And let's forget about this politics. I'm praying for the day there will be a, a government that will say, I don't care whether I'll go a second term or not, but what it needs to be done right will be done right so that the people will remember me when I'm no more. And that's my take. Thank you, Nana. Thank you too very much. Thank you too very much. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Well, this one says good evening, Nana. It's a modernized shrine you see today. There are churches of some gods, but not of the Almighty God. Bob Marley says, emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. The 80th countries are progressing, but the 24-7 church in Ghana is always poor. I have met some followers of these pastors. Their lives are so miserable. I blame the regulator and the one who follows them. Plenty churches, plenty corruption, plenty death. Me, I liberated myself long, long ago. Macosby Anthony. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello, Edward. is the one talking to my great let me hear you. All right, Nana, yeah. we are talking about faith and how faith tends to be bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, I will cast our mind on something that is happening in our churches. I'm going to be specific a bit. Nana, when you enter our church, let's say that woman sitting at the right corner there, that poor woman, that we fail to help the person is something that we will say has or will turn fit into bad. We are there to what? To, 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 to learn more about faith, the one who is leading us, which is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But we fail to follow his steps. And what are his steps? That we should, we, should, we, should, we should have some kind of empathy for our own neighbors. That's right. We should love our neighbors as ourselves. But we fail to have the one inside our chest. And remember, before we will say there is a change, the change should come inside before it comes outside. So that makes it fit become bad for us. And as to who are we supposed to blame? I am not going to blame the leader, but I'm going to blame the subordinates, those we who are following. For 
one who is not giving you the right direction. You are being given a mind that you have to decide on your own. You don't have to allow anybody to, you know, turn your mind just because the person is going to gain something from, you know, and you two are going to get. No, you just, you, you have your mind to decide whether this is good or bad. And, and we should also understand that we don't have to allow our faith to be compromised by our heart desires. So, Nana, this is a lovely, you know, topic that you've brought, and I hope our leaders and our subordinates are going to make some good changes as we continue to discuss this. Thank you very much. And do you think anybody can actually be bold enough to say, that's it, all these funny churches, stop, you know, all these churches. Look at the numbers they have, you know, morning, afternoon, evening. I mean, if you tempt it, just say, that's it, you're too money, you're out of government. You spend so much money getting into government, and now you want to just go because somebody believes in what they want to believe. Go and believe in what you believe in. It is a dire situation. Okay, who's on the phone? Hello, Nana. Good evening. Good evening. My name is Kavana Mafu. Kavana, let me hear you. Nana, um, I wish you could read Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Mm-hmm. I think your call dropped there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. one says, Nana, as much as there is freedom of association, there is the need for regulation for these one-man churches. The Ghanaian should learn to read the Bible and know God for themselves. No one is God. Hello, let me go to the phones. Hello. Yeah, hello, Nana. Good evening. Good evening. Who am I talking to? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give it Boatini Jaway from Bermanistia in the Juma Queen Venice District Central Region. Thank you very much. Let me hear you. Yes, and now what I want to say is that for me, I want us to, you know, pinpoint on the, on the, on the, you know, uh, course. One, the course is that a lot of people, uh, have been, have been brainwashed, sort of, that pastors in our country, uh, Seemingly or supposedly, you know, demigods, sort of. You can't talk about them. You can't excoriate their activities. You can't disparage them because if you criticize them, you are more or less sort of criticizing God or something like that. And as a result, I think a lot of people are lost now because they think that if you like, criticize this, you know, pastor or something like that. I will have, you know, uh, 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 um, uh, some deleterious effect or perilous effect as a result of that. And as a result, I, I think a lot of people are following these uh, pastors because they also think that the pastors have something better for them. So whatever they tell them, they do. So for me, the people that we are supposed to blame, I think, are uh, we, those of us who follow, the followers, because now were you here when the government recently said they were going to tax um, some 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 uh, churches who are seen to be doing businesses and all that. You remember, a lot of Ghanaians kicked against it. So that tells you that a lot of us, you know, ourselves, are not allowing the government as a as a, as a tool to intervene in the activities of, of some of these churches. So if we come again to say that the state is supposed to intervene, you know, President Kufuor will say to do that tomorrow. He is going to intervene, and you see. 
the way Daniels will bash him and kind of criticize him. So then I think we should we should also change our our our, our mentality, the way the, the way we think and the way we behave. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Okay, now I think now I have Reverend Opini Frimpong. I have Reverend Dr. Opuni Frimpong himself, uh, former secretary uh, of the Christian Council, General Secretary of Christian Council. So if anybody has something to speak with this topic, it should be him. Hello. Uh, uh, let me say good evening and good evening to your cherished listeners. So for good evening. And let me answer the question you uh, raised when you started the show, that at what point does faith become madness? Mm-hmm. Faith become madness when those at the receiving end of faith activities lose their sense of reflection, critique, and judgment. And when you get to that situation, faith can give you madness. Now, let me say on your platform that at the moment, there's something we call religious intimidation. And Ghana is witnessing that. We have found ourselves in religious intimidation. Religious intimidation is where you get to a point where people who think they understand spiritual things you know, approach those who are considered ignorant and because of spiritual gifts, whatever advantage they have, they teach people as such that you you don't have it. And in their relationship, they end up intimidating them, like helping them, pushing them to where they they belong. And Ghana is going through that. It's it's a very shameful uh, uh, part of our national life at the moment, especially when you travel outside this country and you meet other people and say, this is what church means to you in Ghana. And you don't know what to say because the things are out there in public domain. Very shameful. And let me say that we have reached a point where uh, I listen to some of your uh, uh, people call in that Something must be done. Something must be done. We have a whole ministry of chieftaincy and religious affairs. When we have problems with our roads, we have a whole ministry of roads. When we have problems with football, everybody is on the neck of minister of, of youth and sport. When we have problems with education, we are all chasing after the minister of education. How come? that when we find ourselves in this shameful moment in our country's history, and the Ministry of Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs is so quiet, and we don't hear, and we're not getting direction from that ministry. And this thing has been sustained because I dare say our politicians are are being intimidated by this, uh, uh, whether bishops, apostles, they feel intimidated. They feel intimidated because if you raise a voice, you may lose votes. And uh, uh, who wants to do that? And so let's keep quiet and allow what is happening to go on. That 
I want to believe that if our leaders will be bold enough to correct the wrong, it, they may even attract more votes because there are Ghanaians who are so worried, who are so despaired that what, what, what is happening? And they are waiting for a leader who will say enough is enough, even if it will affect me, like you said earlier on. Some of them are into those churches and so they don't know what to do. But about for election, election and vote has come to a point where some of them feel that if you talk to them, if you raise a voice, it will be like you are persecuting the church. But please, for heaven's sake, when people are using religion to intimidate and to break down families, you don't call this uh, 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 that you are persecuting anybody. That is not persecution. It cannot be. And so we need our leaders who, and who care about what people are going through to raise a voice that enough is enough. You see, when we have the private side of faith and public side of faith, when I am in my bedroom and I'm praying and I'm fasting and, and, and reading my Bible or Quran, that is the private side of faith. It's difficult to comment, it's difficult to regulate. But when I bring my faith into public domain, then those who have the power to regulate public decency cannot leave them alone. It's the same as somebody opening a, a kind of banking thing and duping people and government will go there. Now how come the one who bring faith into public domain and we are disgracing this country in the name of whatever. Hmm, and we get the leaders who want us to believe leave them alone. Safo, thank you very much there. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Uh that was Reverend Dr. Upuni who from the Christian Council, former General Secretary. Oh, I dropped that call. Hello. Hello? Hello. Can I contribute your program? Yes, you can. Who am I speaking to, please? My name is Patrick. Let me hear you. Yeah, no, no. I'm listening. Oh, your line just dropped. Your line just dropped. Let me say good evening to Felix Nikaps Teria Posa, class of 2007. Uh, you're the president of Posa, uh, class 2007, and I'm told you're tuning. So, Felix Nikaps Teria, good evening to you. On the phone. Hello. Hello. Oh, lower your radio. Let me hear you. Yeah, I want to contribute to the program. Sure. Who's talking to me? Uh, my name is Jefferson. I'm calling from Madina. Let me hear you. Yes. Um, um, you see these uh, churches that we are talking about? I think it's mainly driven by money. People are, 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 are making money out of these congregations. I want to ask a friend why he didn't come to church for for, for for two weeks running. And he told me that he didn't have money to do offering. And I thought that he wasn't the best. Just, hello? Yeah, you're online. Yes. Just look at um, our markets, our loan, our loan station. 
is you are going to walk from let's say uh, Madina Zango station where I am to the police station. You every hundred meters you count about four or five people just preaching and um, trying to convince people to to to, 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 to put in something in the box that is in front of them. So it's it's mainly driven by money. Thank you very much. It's a big one ahead. That's a big issue that has to be brought on the table one day. Hmm. Who's going to bail the cats? Who will bail the cats? Good evening, Nana. We cannot refer to these groups of people as church, but rather they are groups of magicians and comedians who play tricks on their followers. Emmanuel in a crowd. But on the 16th of November, 16th of November, if you haven't heard, I am telling you. Now, once upon a time, an 18-year-old girl was installed the Queen Mother of Akwamu, the great state of Akwamu, and she was 18 years old. And that was 55 years ago. And so today, the third, the Akwamu Hene, has uh, decided to celebrate her mom's 55th anniversary in a very, very grand style. And those of you who are lovers of tradition, you cannot be a lover of tradition and leave Akwamu out of it. Most things you know about tradition today emanated from Akwamu. And on that day, tradition would be laid bare. That day, tradition would be laid bare. So on the 16th of November, I'm inviting you all to Akumufie, which is just by the Adome Bridge, towards Akusumbu. That's the Akumu area. Sometimes you see Akumbu, where's Akumu? Well, since you know the Akusumbu Dam, uh, once you know the Akusumbu Dam, you know Akumu. So come drive over the uh, Adome Bridge, turn left and drives you straight into Akumufie on the 16th of November. You're all invited to this wonderful, wonderful spectacle. Celebrating 55 years on the throne, 18 years. And guess what? She's seen every president from Nkrumah till date. From Kwame Nkrumah till date, she's seen every president. Anytime I see her, I just remember that, look, if you're a politician, you have to be very humble. They have all been and left, and she's there. 55 years, and the story will be told. You don't want to miss this grand, grand deba. But today's topic is one that I think, you know, it's at the heart of many, many people as to what do we do, folks? This 